I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And we're Ten Cent Beer Life, part of the Cleveland Comedy Network. Yeah, we are. All right, thanks for tuning in to I'll Be Right Over Here, the Wingman Podcast. As always, uh, I am one of two hosts. My name is Steve Guy, comedian and author of the book Memoirs of a Wingman, joined by my... I don't know, I couldn't think of another word again. Son of a bitch. You really need to work on your adjectives. I do. The thing is, all right, before I get to even say that, uh, my wonderful... I don't want to say special. <laughs> I was going to say elegant, but there is a lot to you that's not elegant. Uh, that's the last thing I would use to describe Yeah, that's me. not the first word. That's not in the first 20 words that come to my no. mind to describe you. No. Uh, but Rebecca Maxwell, of course, is always is here too. I get, um, it's called like word guru or something. It comes in my email all the time. It's like a different vocabulary word every day. Oh, that's really nerdy, but... More it's, power to you. It's fun, but I yeah, I'm I sure. don't. Sometimes I know them, then I get really excited. I'm like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> but I don't think I've used any of those words yet when I do these descriptions. So now I have to go back. I save them. I have an email <laughs> folder for it, and because uh, this is what you do when you talk for right, for a living. For a living yeah. is you want to you know learn words and yeah. and. Uh, I have to go back into there and see if I can find some words. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can use that. That's the one. Yeah, sometimes they don't make any sense and they definitely don't apply. Like, they're good words. I'm like, yeah, eh, I never need to use that word in a sentence, really. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely not on the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and before we get too far, of course, thanks to uh, Jenkins Insurance Agency out of Talmadge, Ohio. They've been serving the greater Northeast Ohio community for decades now. Why not have them serve you? If you need home, life, business, auto, personal, any sort of insurance needs, check out Jenkins Insurance Agency. And we are, of course, part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, a division of the Cleveland Comedy Festival, which, oh, by the way, if you didn't realize, uh, you should subscribe to the YouTube channel because, A, some of our shows, if we've been doing this video stuff, are going to be popping up there if they're not already. Uh, as well as podcast platforms, but also original series have started to premiere. Like uh, recently, uh, I Love the CLE has premiered, and uh, the very first episode is all about movies that were filmed in or about Cleveland, and so that's a lot of fun, a panel of comedians and other area personalities. You don't know who's going to pop up on this series uh, as, it, as it goes along. I got some inside knowledge on it, but uh, that's really cool. So subscri- subscribe to the YouTube channel for Cleveland Comedy Network and Festival, and uh, we are coming to you from the Golden Ox Studio in Tremont, Ohio, a neighborhood of Cleveland proper. It's, uh, it's a lovely day out, Rebecca, a lovely, lovely day. A little chilly, but it's a beautiful day still. It's it's yeah. it's Sun Cleveland in the springtime officially. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> Whatever. At least it's not snowing. Thank God. But uh, hey, if you do anything in terms of voice work, maybe you need ads. Uh, you need to record an audio book. I don't know. Maybe you're awesome and you wrote a book and you need to record an audio version of it to put on Audible.com or something. Uh, check out Golden Ox Studio. Go to Golden Ox Studio. 
Podcast.com. Uh, they do so much more than just recording podcasts here. So check that out. That's always a lot of stuff. <laughs> do you think anybody listens to it? I hope they do. Probably. Because there's some little knickknacks and tidbits we leave in there that's yeah. that's fun along the way. Yeah. I hope so. Easter eggs, you know. Yeah. Like somebody somebody probably picked up like word guru. I could use some new words. <laughs> I like that he said that. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna sign up for Word Guru yeah. and uh, learn some new words today. Yeah. Uh, that's my impression of the guy who listens to the show. The one guy who listens to the show. <laughs> uh Anyway, how are, how are you doing there? What's going on? What's going on with you? I feel like um, we haven't checked in with you. We just talk about <laughs> topics every week I'm for great. a while. You know, I can't complain. Yeah? Yeah. How's 2-1 like, Thrift? It's good. It's good. We have some fun things coming soon. I'm waiting on some sweatshirts for my my favorite design. Um, I'm actually thinking about doing uh, getting a vendor's license for the NFL draft so that I can set oh, up wow. on the street and uh, have a little uh, pop-up. You got to jump on that. I know. I have 15 days. Yeah. So it seems pretty easy to obtain the license. I just need to learn some specifics. Mm. So we'll see. Are there are there words in there that you could benefit <laughs> from having with? word guru? <laughs> Probably. We need a sponsorship here from <laughs> word guru. The amount of times I've said it already here in the first <laughs> five minutes of this show. Uh, yeah, well, you know, one of the, we we've talked about your company for a while, and I know it has nothing to do with dating, but it's an exciting, really cool thing. You guys mm-hmm. should uh, support Rebecca. It's two dot one dot thrift. It's on Twitter too now, right? Yes, on Instagram yes. and Twitter and but, Facebook. Oh, I'm and trying Facebook. to do all the things. All. You know? But you, you know, when we first talked about it, you, it was just it was thrift stuff. But now you have like you've you've printed. Yeah. Yeah, so I started printing, and most of it is still thrifted. So, like, that's what I love is everything is still, like, one of one. Yeah. But the newest design that I'm really, really excited about is going to, um, it's going to be, I have a very specific view for it. It's going to be bulk-ordered sweatshirts, stuff like that. So it'll be a very girly design, but. Whatever. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. Hopefully she calls me this week and says that they're in because I'm ready to get it going. It's before cool. somebody else thinks about thinks of it. It's cool. It's very exciting. Yeah, I'm pumped. Love it a lot. Also, hey, if you like t-shirts, you could support our show. Uh, Cleveland Comedy Festival has a uh, website with all their merchandise. It is bonfire.com slash cleveland-comedy-festival. And there are uh, there's an official wingman line. Mm-hmm. So you can buy... Uh, official wingman t-shirts, sweatshirts, there's tank tops. I know summer's coming and support the show. Wear that stuff. Get the get the word out there. Wear your official wingman attire. And when people are like, what's that? You can be like, oh, I listened to I'll Be Right Over Here, the Wingman Podcast. And <laughs> boom. I don't even care that you don't buy my book, Memoirs of a Wingman. It's more about this right now. It is more about this. You can buy the book. The book is really good though, so you should buy it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, you did read it. I, I forgot about it. that. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Thanks, I appreciate that. I got a fan. <laughs> Lord, she's not just saying that because we're sitting across from each other. No, I actually did laugh the whole time I read it. So, yeah, thank you. That's the best compliment I can get. It was really good. A lot of people try to figure out, like, oh, so this whole thing's a real story. Like, no, it's <laughs> I'm this creative, folks. Right. Uh, there are elements that are true, but if I had to guess, it's it's like thirty seventy, thirty being true. 
Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And the stuff that is true is probably then like exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah. To, to make it funnier. Most books. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, the idea was making it, making it easy read. It's yeah. under, it's under 200 pages. Yes. Yeah. Like I blew through it. Yeah. Take a day, two days. Yeah. I think I read it in maybe three. Yeah. Three poops and you're done. <laughs> three poops and you've read the whole book. So there you go. It's perfect. Everybody poops. It's fine. Yeah. But I don't understand how guys take so long to poop. It's because in, we're not, we're not just pooping. We're, you know, in the olden days, it was, you took a newspaper in there. Well, I mean, yeah. You read the sports page. And listen, as a youngster, I read that sports page. <laughs> I was in the bathroom for like 40 I minutes. I don't understand how it takes. And I was just. So I, did you I poop was, and then you just sit yeah, there? Yeah, I just kept reading. No. Some of it's like, it's your escape. It's where you can go and it's you time. No, I'm literally you don't have in and a, You don't have, I peed do you have something it. in your life that's like, yeah, this is me time. I can escape and this is where I am. Yeah, when I just masturbate. But that's a different thing. At noon. <laughs> that's a, that is a different thing entirely. <laughs> that's, it's a, you're not like. It's once I, when I got out of the shower, that's what I go do immediately. The shower is another place where sometimes I take longer showers just because all my thoughts, thoughts are yeah. going there. I used to do that. But. And the same thing is, is, you know, we just do dumb things <laughs> when we're, we're poop- because you have the excuse that you're in the bathroom and like, and you're taking a shit. So it's like, nobody wants to bother you yeah. while you're taking good shit. Cause everybody's like, Oh, I don't want to go near there. It smells. And you're like, yeah, it does. But like you were done I guess it's 30 minutes because ago. Because guys are allowed to openly poop and like girls have to hide it. Everybody poops. I don't care. Yeah. It like, takes me like 0.5 seconds. Girls cannot hide it. It I'm smells it. awful. No. It does. Maybe the girls you should talk to. Oh, every girl thinks that their poop doesn't My smell. My shit smells like flowers. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It does not. Mm-hmm. The farts smell awful. <laughs> no. The poops smell awful. <laughs> it is the worst. It's, no, it's Ugh. horrible. It's horrible. To each their own, I guess. I've been around <laughs> a lot of women in different I am a woman, capacities. So I think I know better than you. Uh, uh, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> women think that it doesn't, but it mm. does. Yeah. Whatever. I have two moms. I have <laughs> female cousins. I have sister-in-laws. Uh, you know what I mean? I've dated women. I have I have lived with women as friends. Uh, your shit stinks. <laughs> okay. All right. Your shit stinks. It does. Mm. Uh, But yeah, we spend time in there because we're we're catching up on sports Twitter and reading things. Mm. That's that's what's going on. Playing games on our phone. (laughs) I don't have time for that. That's what's happening in there. (laughs) We're not just it's not that we have some sort of GI problem. We probably were done 30 minutes ago. That's so weird to me. But it's just hey. I'm uh, I'm reading this now. You know what I mean? Like if yeah, I mean, do do your thing. If do what you gotta do. If if poops were just supposed to be in and out, and the whole process of sitting on the toilet, why do they make magazines? Why do people have <laughs> magazine collections in their bathrooms? You know what I mean? Like why? I can't just I, for the one that you can't get out. That you got. I can't finish an entire 
article from Us Magazine at my parents' house. By the time I'm done pooping, like I'm done, but it's I still I'm into what happened to Brangelina now. So I need to keep reading, even though I am done. And I I do, and then it's like, oh shit, Lindsay Lohan is crazy again with her parents. <laughs> What's this about? And you just keep on keep on going, you know? And then, like, oh, my gosh, stars, they are just like us. Look at Mila Kunis shopping with Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> okay. You know, you just keep you keep rolling, and it's just... I guess. You I get guess. caught off guard. It's like one thing leads to another, and... Now you're in there for an hour. Now you're in now there. Now we know you pooped. Now you're in there forever, yeah. And we think that you were just shitting your brains out. Nope. So just... That's what I assume. Just reading, being educational. Mm-hmm. Take educational. that. Educational. <laughs> educational. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to do my homework in the shitter. Oh my god! Well, not like writing stuff, but like if I had to read a chapter of something, I'd take that in there with me. Why not? No. Why? I gotta get away from people. I gotta poop anyway. Go in your room and shut the door. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. They know that you're in there, and people were are willing to knock on your door, or scream at oh. you, or go in there and ask you a million questions while you're trying to read this chapter of social studies and you're like hey uh ma i got a fucking test tomorrow i'm trying to read <laughs> chapter three here on u.s and do canada relations what or whatever fine. yeah and so then you're just like you know what everybody i gotta take a shit gonna be in there in a while take the social studies book with you <laughs> nobody bothers you He's like well i don't want to go near that door and they don't know that you've been done you just keep reading you now boom come out homework's done I'm ready to go for this pop quiz tomorrow. Whatever works for you, bro. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> How long did it take you to read this chapter? One poop. <laughs> Precisely one shit. We didn't even come close to talk about this topic yet. I don't even know. I forgot what we're talking about now. What we were going to talk about was... Uh, it's okay. Oh, yeah, be. yeah, yeah. We are going to talk about, like... So everybody, you see someone and you're attracted to people and everybody has different like insecurities about their body and things. But for some people, there's more, right? And so it's like you, you, somebody gets unclothed for the first time and there are all sorts of things. There are scars, birthmarks. Women get crazy about stretch marks and uh, um I don't know, even even maybe after they've had kids or they're divorced and they've got C-section scars. There's a, yeah. a million things, cellulitis, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of what we're, we're yes. talking about today are the, the insecurities that surround this. And, uh, you know, does that play into your attraction level to people? Um... I feel like, so personally, I feel like the only thing that I ever think about is body hair. I'm very weird about body hair. Okay. Um, it's always been like my only real insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm not prepared and I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, dudes really don't care. Which some like, about body hair on you. Yes, on me. Oh, okay. I mean, personally, like my own insecurity things. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, that's like something that I think about and I'm like, oh shit, well my legs are hairy. They don't give a fuck. They don't think about it. Like, but yeah. it's still something that I'm still thinking about the whole time. And like shit like that. But on other people, 
I feel like if you bring attention to it is the only time that people really notice. Yeah. Unless it's like right in their view, you know, yeah. like, like my boyfriend has his fucking mom's name tattooed on his chest. I'm yeah, like, I mean, really? Tattoos, yeah. Like, tattoos really? Every time I got to look at your mom's fucking name? I yeah, had right My there. ex had his mom's handprint on her chest. I'm like, oh, let me not line up with that. Because that's, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, stop getting your mom's names tattooed where we can see them when we're banging. Please. Well, where should they go? You're not going to tattoo your mom's name on your ass. I mean, I don't know, on your arm maybe? Or like somewhere less where I, like, in view. You know why they're not going to tattoo it on their arm. Why? Well, I mean, I guess you could t- tattoo it on your upper arm, but you're not going to tattoo it on your forearm. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, see, see the same reason why you shouldn't get it on your chest. Yeah, I get it. But they are, people are selfish. They get it on their chest, so they, yeah. it's not on their forearm when it's, they're... Yeah. I mean, I don't it. notice it that much anymore, but I'm just like, wow, of course, like, numerous people that I've dated have yeah. their mom on their You chest. know what you should do is just shout out her name one time. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Let's see what happens. No. He's like, fuck it, getting rid of this one. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. No more mob tattoo on this. And then like, show, he shows up, and it's like a family outdoor party, jumping <laughs> in the pool. And she's like, what happened? I thought that my name used to be tattooed <laughs> on your chest. Where is it now? You don't you don't love me? You don't have that anymore? Rebecca shouted your name one time <laughs> while we're having sex. You have sex? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's... But then uh, she gets all bashful, like, oh, Rebecca, you thought of me? <laughs> then it gets real weird. Real weird. Real weird, yeah, real no. fast. Uh, you know, it's it's a thing. I think of, you know, like, I know someone who has, like, a birthmark, like, on their face. Yeah. And, like, this is a real thing that people... I get where secu- insecurities and stuff come from. I have, uh, on me, like, on my chest, I have this massive keloid as a scar. So what happened was uh, years ago... I dislocated my shoulder and I broke a little bit of my collarbone and it poked through the skin. Ouch. And, you know, I'm a badass. So I was yeah. like, this was not the first time I dislocated my shoulder. So I was like, I'm going to try to get this in by myself and not go to the oh ER and then I'll do physical therapy. And I, so I just like jam my shoulder and I try to put it in. Instead, I throw it out the back and not knowing that partially it's kind of like broken or cracked a little bit. So this bone is kind of not poking all the way through, but it's like poking out, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like like yeah. a tent, I guess, is yeah. if you're looking at it. Like the pole doesn't necessarily go through a middle of a tent, but it's yeah. it's there, it's around it. And uh, so then I go to jam it back in, and it goes out the back, and this bone is like caught and snagged, and so that's Ooh. the scar that is across, uh, like my chest, like right under my neck, and it's yeah. really gnarly looking and and gross. And I've had like steroid injections that kind of flatten it out, and then I ran out of money, so now it looks even more <laughs> awkward. But it, it's it's weird. And I've always been kind of self-conscious of it. And yeah. it's like, you know, you, you get those first moments and you're shirtless with someone. And then mm-hmm. it's like surprise. And like, Oh yeah. And it, it always, uh, always has happened since I've had it. Like what, what is, uh, what is what this? Happened? What happened? Like, <laughs> and some of it becomes sympathy. Like what happened? Then you tell them like, Oh, oh my goodness. And yeah. Not always the case, but it definitely, it freaks people out. I don't yeah. love going to pools and places and things mm-hmm. because like 
it's not even the adults. It's like the kids. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm so cognizant. Like I don't want to scare this kid. And, yeah. And I shouldn't feel like I'm a scary person because I'm not. But like, yeah, I remember what it was like to be five mm-hmm. and younger. You just see something you don't. You're not used to seeing. Yeah, but it, I I still am like very, you know. There, there is the old adage that chicks dig scars, right? I love scars. Scars and bruises is my shit. Yeah. I love them. So it was, I don't know why I thought that, I feel like maybe that is true, but I still feel like it's so crazy and gnarly looking that it wouldn't, but mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, there's people who have um, birthmarks and, and, and different things, and it's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. There's, I'm pretty lucky. Like, I have... And and I always hope that people do notice this about me. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you have things that you don't want people to notice. But I have this little, cute, little, like, birthmark, like, right at the bottom of my Re- fucking titty. You can't hear Rebecca. It's because she's so far back trying to show <laughs> the location of it. <laughs> so it's, like, a, right at the bottom of my titty. There's one, like, under it, and then there's one on it. And and everybody fucking loves it. They're like, that is the cutest thing is it ever. Like a, is it, like, a shape of a heart or something? No, it it's cool? just, like... It's just like a, it looks like a mole or a big freckle or like whatever. It's just like, it just like sits very nicely there. And and they sit very nicely for that viewing. Okay. I love that one. And like, hope they notice it. Congratulations to you. Yeah. But then I have like, I, transparent moment here. Um, I have like random chin hair Uh and I get so like the second a man touches my chin, I like, my body concaves. I'm like, please don't fucking touch my chin. Don't want them to notice it. Like it's just something that I have to deal with because I can't afford laser hair removal right now. And that's just how my body works. (laughs) So we just take care of it when we can. And sometimes like I, it like, I think about it every time that someone even like touches my face. I'm very peach fuzzy. I'm very like, that is my thing. Don't touch my face. Like I hate it. See, I have, I mean, I have all sorts of, uh, hangups like so uh i i don't know i feel like we talked about this but i i we have we've had this conversation not on here but as humans and friends i am mostly deaf in my left ear i don't have an eardrum yeah it happened years and years ago i had issues when i was a kid and eventually got to the point they're like it just kept breaking and bursting and they try to piece it together like i had five surgeries on my left ear Mm -hmm. and so they're like all right we're just going to take this thing out and so they did and so my left ear sits kind of funny but then also I already have attached earlobes, which is a very rare trait, but it's a genetic thing. Mm -hmm. But then there's like the piece of cartilage that everybody has. Like when you get your cartilage pierced, like not up top, but that one Mm -hmm. that sits like right towards the front of your face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't have that on my left ear because they had to take it and they used cartilage in there when they were trying to save my eardrum and piece it together during one of the surgeries. So it's just like straight instead of the little hump? It's, or? there's like, it It almost looks like a little mini two mountain mountain range. Okay. Like it's really small, okay. if that makes sense. Like yeah. there's like an indent yeah. in where it would be. And so that's there and it, and it folds kind of differently. And there is like a very slight scar that people can see, but. Uh, Do you actively sit on the other side of people then? Because um, I know people that like, yeah, sometimes. like if I have something on like one side of my face or body or whatever, I will make sure that I always sit on the other side. Of so I, I do it just so I can hear them better. Oh yeah. That Not necessarily yeah. because of that, but, uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you this, this gross thing, which is not necessarily a, an issue as of late, but 
um, when I would have not any, I should not as of late, but not anymore. When I would have allergy problems and different things, and so because I don't have an eardrum, this really this is be gross. This it's really okay. gross thing happens where, like, you know how you build up earwax, yeah, and it's solid. Well, then earwax first starts, it's not solid. Yeah. It's a liquid. Yeah. I don't have anything holding that in there. Oh. So when my allergies used to be really bad, and I didn't know that I had an allergy issue, my fucking ear was just gross. Oh. And, and when, like, that sucks. leak, it was like, what the fuck? And it happened at a random time. So then, like, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Because, like, oh, man, imagine you're spending the night at a girl's house, right? And you're sleeping in her bed, and you're like, oh, right. f- oh how the fuck shit. do I explain this shit just drained <laughs> onto her pillow? Like, it's so gross. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. oh, so... There were so many times where, like, yeah, I definitely was a guy who, like, ah, hey, this was a good time. I'm going to go sleep in my own bed. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was. It was just a personal thing. Not it was a personal, them. weird yeah. thing. And it's like, yeah. And, and then when I f- figured out, uh, oh, okay, sure, I'm all snotty and nasally <laughs> and gross because of allergies. And I started taking allergy pills. Like, oh, okay, cool. This went away. But yeah. But it was, you know, I didn't know why it was happening. It was ugh, disgusting. Yeah. You, know, you know, that's that's a thing and so it's like do you when you're dating people do you do you tell people this stuff up like should you tell people about these hang-ups and these insecurities it depends on the relationship like i told tj we were um we're playing this game it was kind of like one of those get to know you games i've probably told you about it before yeah um but i think a question about insecurities came up and you know we started talking about it and he was like he was like, yeah, I, I did kind of notice that. And I started bawling. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, no one's ever told me that they noticed it before. But him telling me, I'm like, people have definitely noticed it before. And just didn't say anything. And just don't say anything. Yeah. And it's just like, just the thought of that made me, like, so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad he said something or whatever. I'm glad we could talk about it. He doesn't care, blah, 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 whatever. But it was just like, oh, my God, this is something that people actually notice. Yeah. Like, because they're close, they're close enough to me to see it. Like, I'll tell, I'll talk to my friends about it. And they're like, oh, I never really noticed it about you because they don't, they're not looking for it or they're not like that close to my face, whatever. Sure. But when I found out he noticed, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, they weren't like in makeout distance from you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, fuck. But I mean, it's. It made me feel more comfortable with him because he didn't. He's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, like, I don't care. I get it. Yeah, I'm clearly still into you. Here right. I am. So I think it's like it's once you feel like comfortable enough to share those insecurities with someone. Yeah. Um. Then it, it just opens the door for you to be comfortable in that way. Yeah. Like I think a more common one is for like women is like this our smell. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is very normal. To have a stench mm-hmm. down there, whatever. Right. Um, and I think that we've just been trained so much to think of it as a bad thing mm-hmm. or like a whatever. But like dudes don't fucking care. They probably don't even notice it. As I mean, sometimes it's bad. Obvi- like obviously you can kind of tell when it's bad. But I think like if it's like a normal, they might notice when it, if it's different than what it usually yes, is or something. Yes. Sure. And like, so, like I've had that conversation, like also obviously with TJ, like very comfortable. Yeah. And I'm like, I just like feel like I smell bad. Like I just don't really want to, <laughs> I don't want to like, I don't want to bang. I don't want to do it. I feel gross. Yeah. It's just like, but I mean, I can tell him that and he'll either be like, well, I don't fucking care right. or whatever. But it's like, it's, it's that insecurity of like, well, uh, like 
are they going to go down there and expect it to smell like fucking roses? Cause that's not going to be the case. <laughs> and if they're a grown ass man, they know that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a huge one with women where it's like, I feel like maybe like men too, like if like they feel like they've been sweating all day or like you've been out at a baseball game all day and your balls are sweating all day. Yeah. Like your balls are going to stink. You know? Yeah, I mean, I got a hairy ass. Yeah, like, that's another thing. Like, (laughs) men have hairy asses. And... You just do. Yeah, it's just a thing. Like, whatever. I don't fucking care. I'm still going to look at that shit when you walk away, and I'm not going to get turned off by any means. Like... Well, and I think, you know, women, too, when... I think the big thing... women have hairy asses. We just have to shave ours. Yeah, the big thing with, with women, I feel like, uh, in modern society and stuff, at least that you see a lot is them worrying and being self-conscious about like stretch marks and, yeah. and things like that. And like, like Demi Lovato, I think about how, uh, maybe it's like six months ago or something. She put out these posts and yeah. she was like, Hey, here's me in a bikini right. without it being touched up. I had it touched up for years and years, but she's like, I right. going to therapy and stuff. And I'm just like, fuck it. This is here's who, I, who am. I am. Right. And it's like, yeah, cool. Be, be you. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and it's the stretch mark thing. I, I, I think I feel really awful about that. Women have to deal with that kind of thing, especially yeah. like when it comes from, from kids. Right. 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 Because it's like, man, I can't imagine the thought process of like, all right, I just gave you the gift of our child. Right. And now, and now you're, you're not insecure. into me because yeah. Yeah. oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah as a guy, as, yeah, as a guy, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. as a woman, like now you're thinking that that right, they're not in, you know, like I've had stretch marks sucks. since I was in high school, like on my inner thighs, and uh-huh. I used to in high school, I was very like, I'm like, what the fuck, like, am I fat? Am I like whatever? Yeah, because people didn't talk about it then, right. And now I barely even notice them anymore yeah, because like I'm just like fluctuates. There's a lot yeah. of reasons you would have. Sure. Yeah. And like I'm, my thighs have gotten thicker. That's mm-hmm. just like what is going to naturally happen. Like <laughs> I'm thank God for it. Like yeah. whatever. But yeah, always used to be super insecure about that. But it just kind of went away as I was like, this is fucking normal. Like I also think the human body, like there's nothing that. Like, there's no, like, normal body. There's, they just preach it to us, and they preach this soft, photoshopped skin and this all, yeah. you know, whatever, and it fucks with our minds, you that's, know? That's the biggest thing, is that there really is no such thing as normal. Yeah. And if, you know, if you're somebody out there that has a hang-up about your body and different things of it, whether it's the shape, size, and or different... Uh, markings, scars, doesn't matter. Like yeah. there is, yeah, there is no normal. Right. Uh, it's, and if someone's going to think differently of you because of that, you shouldn't be fucking them or that they shouldn't be seeing you naked in the first place. Which is easy to say, but like we all have yeah. that attraction to someone and you're like, I, we still have that, that natural validation that goes in our mind when that person can pick us. Yeah. Whether it's for something physical. Right. Or in, in a relationship, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So like there's still that whole thing where then it becomes like, Oh, I, 
have this and they still picked me or yeah. whatever. The yeah, case yeah. Is. It could be a positive thing too where yeah. you're like, oh, I am enough. Yeah. And then there, but then there's, yeah, the tricky situation where you, you definitely get down on it and yeah. I get it. It's an insecurity because, and a lot of stuff I think stems from obviously when we were kids, right? Yeah. The kids pick yeah, on, kids, kids are, so are mean. fucking mean. Kids I used are to mean. get called Chewbacca. Yeah. Like, cause I'm a hairy bitch. Like, yeah, I've always been hairy. My legs, my parents didn't let me shave my legs until I was a certain age. <laughs> my arms have always been hairy. I have always been a hairy girl, mm-hmm. and it has. And like I, people called me Chewbacca, they'd make fun of my hairiness. I still was liked, and I still was whatever. Like people thought I was cute, but then yeah. it was like you still have that thought in the back of your head. And it's like, well. Like when people, like people think it's cute to like pet my arm. I'm like, please don't fucking do that. Yeah. Like they're like, like it's so, I have one friend, he like, so there's this thing with like, um, African men that Mm -hmm. they love, like it's a thing in, um, their culture that it's an attractive quality to be a hairy woman. It's like an, an aphrodisiac for them, so to speak. I can't think of the right word. Um, and so I have one friend, he like will always pat my arm because he just loves it. He's like, never, ever shave your arms, just like whatever. And I'm like, thank you, <laughs> like for the first time ever. But here we glorify this like smooth skin, bare skin, like no yeah. body hair, look like a 13 year old, like for your whole life. Yeah. And it's it fucks with girls. It's fucked with me for a long time now. I don't really fucking care. But like always fucked with me, like. Cause kids are fucking mean. It's it. I mean, I think that that's what it kind of comes down to is we, you get hung up about things that were said to you growing up. Cause kids don't have a filter and they don't care. And they're going to call you out on even kids now, like as an adult. Oh yeah. My girls that I babysat throughout the pandemic, they would say stuff about, they'd be like, your, your chin is hairy or something like that, yeah. or like, you're what I, and I'm like, well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, I said, like I have the scar and it's like, if I go places and I'm vacation, I'm swimming. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, that's the kids. And I don't care when they say something. Eh, well, half the time right. It's but it's funny, just like, oh, but they're, now you're like, oh, it's noticeable. Yeah. But and then they're also, sometimes they are creeped out or weirded out. It's like, yeah, ah, that kid's here to have a good time and just be a kid. Yeah. I don't need to freak them out. Like whatever. Yeah. And have them ask all these questions and then maybe they're weird out like, oh my God, is that going to happen to me? Like, nah, it's not going to happen to you. You're yeah. fine. You know, so it's, that comes down to it. But it's, uh, I don't, have you ever dated, have you, you know, full transparency, have you ever dated someone that had something and you were like, I just can't, I can't get past it? Um, other than the small penis, no. <laughs> Well, that's, you know, that's the thing. Listen, like, it's got to be serviceable. Uh, yeah, like I've, <laughs> I've seen some really small penises in my life and they uh-huh. were really great guys and all that. And like, you know, I, I'm i sorry. I just couldn't do it. I'm like, I can't take that seriously. Yeah. Which is a terrible thing to think and say, but full transparency. That's how I'm like, I, like if someone pulls up with a micro penis, like, is that like... Yeah. Can can you do that? I couldn't personally, and that's just being honest. If you have something that you're really worried about, um, say, because there are people with massive 
birthmarks. Yeah. Right. That that take up huge portions of their body and scars and things. Or or third nipple. Yeah. That I don't even think should would you, freak me out that should much. Should you just? Do you think people should disclose this stuff? Not like you know, like, hey, you shouldn't be proud. Like you disclose this stuff. But I mean, like, if you're insecure about it, do you say? Do you say something to someone right away, or is that jumping the gun? You know, because I everybody's that, big concern is well, it's yeah. going to turn them off before they even well, exactly. See it. So I think that it's that it's again person to person, where yeah. if you're comfortable enough telling them beforehand, I think that's a great thing. You know, like if I'm insecure about something, I'm not afraid to be like, hey, just so you know, like I got this going on, like yeah. it's nothing to worry about. It's like you know, whatever. Not it's nothing to worry about, but like, um. I would feel comfortable telling someone just because I don't want to ruin the good time that we're about to have by being in my head. Like, especially as a woman, like you can literally like when we get caught in our heads and we can't think about anything else, we can't do, we can't perform. We can't do anything. Sure. It's just not a thing. So then it's going to turn into more than what it would have been if you didn't disclose like, Hey, just so you know, like, I don't want to think about this the whole time that you're seeing me naked. I'm yeah. a little insecure about this. Please don't point it out or like whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's. I think it's fair trade if you want to not think about it yourself. Give it a heads up. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's probably the, the best thing is, is give, give the heads up. Yeah. It becomes no I big just, deal. I, and I think it's more so not, not like you're warning them that you have it, mm-hmm. but you're warning them that you're sensitive about it. Yeah. Um, so like maybe don't bring it up. Maybe don't say anything about it. like I know you're gonna notice it, but don't bring it up or don't you can focus ask on it after the fact. Yeah, yeah, like don't be looking at the one thing that I'm insecure about that's on my stomach or you yeah. know, like just kind of see it and keep going. I mean, I'm sure there are people who have seen things and then been like, uh, all right, I'm yeah. out. I'm not into this anymore. Yeah, and that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. If if you can't stay turned on by someone or something that is on someone, then don't force it. Is that pretentious though? You know what I mean? Like, is it, is it, um, it depends what it is. I think it depends what it is. Yeah. If it's something that they can control, Mm -hmm. then I can understand being like, all right, well, why don't you just take care of this? Or like, you know, yeah. If you well, because I think back when we talked about uh, ending things with people, mm-hmm. and we say you're allowed to ask, no one's ever going to say, right? Rightfully so. You your should. hairy ass freaked me out, and I'm over it. Yeah, I don't like your yeah. uh, baloney size areola <laughs> yeah. nipples. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like no one's going to say that. Yeah, but it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. So it's yeah. I I mean. How do you find, so I I get it, but where does that hang up come in? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, it I just it's so hard to generalize because people are all so different in how they you know. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, I was born with these fucking nips. Like when when I was younger, one of the uh, uh, one of the first pair of boobs that I got to, to feel up, <laughs> uh, she had a hair, and I was like, oh, well, that's that's normal. That's, but yeah. for me, I was like, well, that's different because yeah. you, yeah. you don't know you what don't to know expect. It yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But you I was like, go with an open mind. Whatever. Too. I'm still into this. She probably doesn't even know that it's there. Yeah. 
<laughs> I well, like I and as you brought up, like the whole like areola thing. Like I dated a guy that he had very large nipples. Like yeah, yeah. Um, he you know lost some weight, like whatever, and I noticed it, but it didn't bother me at all. It was like in the top three sex of my life. Yeah, weight. Like, I mean, the weight loss he, is, a, is a thing too. You yeah, know, your, your body looks different if you've lost a ton of weight, and, yeah. and people get nervous about that. Sure, but I think like if it does bother you, like get the fuck out now. Like don't yeah. waste my time if you're literally going to end something over one little body thing that you see maybe every other night or whatever. Like, yeah. then bye. Like don't waste your time. Cause that's like so minuscule to the purpose of dating. Yeah. Like if you're just banging someone, sure. You want them to be a fucking 10 in your sure. eyes. That's fine. Fine. Seek what you need or want or whatever. But to be so judgmental about appearance when you're, tr- when you're dating yeah, and you're trying to find a connection with someone I just think that that's foolish. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. Is, yeah, is knowing that uh, you're right. It's not like you're not going to see somebody yeah. make it all the time and yeah. whatever. If you're lucky, if you if you're lucky, sure. Then yeah, are you more but... into this person? Like whatever. And you know the other side of it too is is how into you, this person are you? Because right. if it is a small hang up to you, mm-hmm. are you into them enough to realize that it is a major hang up to them yeah. being nervous that, that that's going to be your deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so can you make them more comfortable right. about it? Right. Well, and that's where it comes into the, can they change it too? Sure. Like, you know, if someone has like gingivitis and they have really fucking terrible breath, like, yeah, you can you that. deal with it? Can you, you know, are you, are you going to tell them? Are they going to, you know, like, Yeah, yeah. That's a hard one, I think. I think it's more so like the things that you could go to certain measures to control. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I had a I had a guy friend who dated a girl and she had really terrible breath all the time, like (laughs) all the fucking time. And he would just like give her gum all the time. (laughs) All the fucking like always like if someone offers me gum, anytime TJ offers me gum, I'm like, does my breath smell like, oh, my God. But like. I wonder, like, did, did they think about that? Did they know that? Did, did anybody tell them? Like, yeah. you know. Let's see how it feels back. I, love, I just love chewing gum. Same. So, like, I'll offer somebody. Yeah, that's, I have it. that's what TJ always chews gum. So sometimes like, I think I think about that sometimes, too. Like, when I offer it out to people. Right? Just, You're like, just people, you know. I'm like, oh, man, do they think that I think? The thing yeah. Of, like, nah, just being nice, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the moral of all this, folks, kids, friends, is what you are hung up on is probably, honestly, it's probably not what the person that you're dating or talking to is hung up on. Yeah. You know? And so if it's, if you're like, man, I just, they're just not feeling me. Is it because of this thing on me that I'm hung up on? And I feel like is grotesque. It's, it's probably not. Right. That's what it comes down to. Right. And is again, we've Unless talked about this many shallow times. Piece of shit. Right. You know? If they're very vain, we've talked about communication so many times on this. Like, yeah, ask, right? And and I think that you'll find out that it's it's so much more than that. And mm-hmm. you know, that's a very, as I say that out loud, that's a very telling thing. Is that I think sometimes people get stuck 
and they don't ask to find out that mm-hmm. like it wasn't it wasn't you that thought it, it was. was something else mm-hmm. and maybe and it was something you, you didn't even realize you did yeah and but but in your mind you've had this thing your entire life and you got made fun of as a kid and so you think that it's still bad moving forward and now here you are 25 30 years old and somebody doesn't want to continue dating you and you, and you just think that, Oh, it's because of this thing. And, and I'm so gross and you have to yeah. hang up and it's like, no, it's, it's not. No, so it's because your personality sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Not because one tit droops further than the other one. Yeah. I they didn't even notice that. <laughs> I have no problem with this birthmark right above your yeah. eyebrow. Like yeah. whatever. It's fine. But you were a bitch to me. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you kicked my friend in the dick. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's why we're not to- yeah. together anymore. It's relax. Yeah, yeah. Ask, ask. Communication has always been the thing. And yeah. I, I get it. It just gets easier when you get older. It does. Cause you get more comfortable within yourself. You know, like my 22 year old self would never bring up my insecurities with somebody Yeah. because I feel like if you didn't notice it, I'm pointing it out for you. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, well, this is who I am. Like, it's not going to change. Right. So, yeah. Just gotta, it's more so like a self thing than. And I think if you have something that is obvious and does stand out, mm-hmm. and like, there's no way that somebody's going to not notice it. Yeah. I, like, it's okay to explain what it is and what happened. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. Like, I, like, I know that it's hard. It's It's easy to sit here and say, you need to become comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you can find a way to just be comfortable explaining what it is, yeah, then I think you are able to become comfortable yeah, with it. Definitely. Cause then it's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean like just bring it back to me. Like I got this gnarly ass scar. Mm-hmm. And the moment I became comfortable with like, yeah, all right, here's what happened. And we're like, Oh shit, that's pretty dramatic. And yeah. ridiculous. like, yeah, yeah. It is like, wow. And then, and then of course I get to brag and say, yeah, it happened because I tried to put my shoulder back in. You tried to put your own shoulder back in? <laughs> Fucking right. I did. You're damn right. I did. Yeah. I saw lethal weapon lots of times and Mel Gibson <laughs> tried to pop his shoulder back in. I thought I could do the same. I was wrong. Yeah. And you know, then, it, then it's like, oh wow. And it, yeah, it becomes a whole other. Yeah. If, if you can make your insecure, your obvious insecurities. Yeah. I guess a conversation piece. Yeah. It's because they are. They really are. Mm-hmm. You know, it leads you down this whole other interesting thing and you're no longer even talking about that because like my story of how it comes out, you know. So my shoulder rips out and I have the scar and I could tell you about it and then it goes into, "Well, how did you do that?" <laughs> Fucking it was my younger brother's high school graduation party and we were playing uh, volleyball mm-hmm. in the backyard and I had had shoulder issues for years and I had surgery on it and stuff and I knew that I could loosen up the joints in my shoulder mm-hmm. wasn't paying attention we legitimately played backyard volleyball for like six to eight hours that day and I was overhand serving a volleyball and my, oh my arm comes fuller and my shoulder rips out so like and then it, you know I tell the students like you were playing volleyball right like, like it wasn't yep. like some cool ass story yeah like, nothing like I was in this major brawl and yeah. fight it was like yep I was uh, overhand serving a volleyball like oh my god it's hilarious and yeah like yeah but then it turns into this whole thing like oh that family loves volleyball like you don't understand it's yeah. very <laughs> it's very yeah. competitive there you know like the whole rest of the stories my brother who like my brother who passed away uh, was on the other side 
of of the net, you know, there at the time we're all playing, and he's like he's going through cancer and shit at the time too. But we're and I'm on the ground, and it's so competitive <laughs> that the volleyball comes back near me. He's the only one out there that notices I'm on the ground and oh probably has God. an idea of what happened. He starts making his way t- towards me, and everybody's like, "Jeff, where are you going?" Like thinking that he's leaving his team, yeah, and he's coming to check out me. And then the ball comes my direction. And my uncle just goes, Steven, ball. And I'm on I'm oh. on the ground. And I still, with my left hand, reach out and try <laughs> to, like, hit this thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I was like, why? You know, then it's like, why the fuck did you do that, you idiot? And it's like, well, because that's that was my family. And yeah. it was the competitive nature. And, yeah. you know, then you, that's you learn more. That's why I love more. scars, though. Yeah. Like, I think scar stories are always so interesting. Like, I have two scars that I always tell a story about, like, and that, like, I have one on my chin, which so many people do, mm-hmm. like, which I've learned in older age. But, like, it makes me have a double chin pretty much all the time. Uh-huh. Eventually, I would love to get surgery to change that because it is another one of my just big things that I just notice every day. I hate it, whatever. But I hit my chin on the side of a pool when I was eight at a birthday party or something. Sure. And so now I have a scar on my chin. I have one on my knee that I'm not really insecure about, but people always think that it's marker on my knee because it's blue. Oh. Um, so I ran into the tailpipe of a car when I was younger. Ouch. I don't, I don't know. Probably first grade, something I was rollerblading and ran into, like, try to stop, bless you, try to stop myself on a car and hit my knee on it, and there's still dirt in my knee. But I always make it funny. I'm That's like, crazy. well, yeah, if someone killed me and tried to erase all my DNA, cut my fingertips off, take my teeth out, all that shit, you would know it was me because of the scar on my knee. Yeah. So I'm proud of that scar <laughs> because if I get killed, it's my identifier. It's it's a unique thing. And I will tell you, you know, people who are like, oh, those are scars. Those aren't like, I have this really grotesque birthmark that I'm not happy with. It's like, well, there's probably right. something behind right. that too. That if you just kind of talk about it and open right. up about it, now you're down this whole other path. Like, you can make these things that we think make us so imperfect. We're all imperfect. But these things that we think drive people away, if we talk enough about them, we can make That's what makes us connections yeah. with people. Yeah. And we can, or we can further connections with people. Like, you'll get somewhere mm-hmm. if, you, yeah. if you end up talking about it. Yeah. Our insecurities could be our biggest strength sometimes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, hey, if you have an insecurity, you want to share it, you got a story, maybe you got over it somehow. We'd love to hear that story and, and share that with people. Uh, email us, be right over here at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any sort of dating stories or you want dating advice, you're welcome to email us on that as well. And certainly hit us up on Twitter at the Steve Guy or at Rebecca underscore underscore Max. And of course, follow uh, Cleveland Comedy Festival uh, on social media at CLE Comedy Fest and Golden Ox Studio. Uh, Jeremy at Golden underscore Ox underscore Studio. What? What's the what's the handle here on your social media for Golden Ox Studio? Oh, it's Golden Ox underscore Studio for everything. I was so close. There you go, folks. The man from behind the curtain shouting at me. Golden Ox underscore studio. Follow that. And just know that uh, no matter what your hangups and insecurities are about you as a person or your body, Rebecca and I are going to be right over here because this podcast is called I'll Be Right Over Here, the Wingman Podcast. And we'll talk to you next week, everybody. Be a solid human.